everyone. I'm Amanda, and this is another episode of Dating Will Be the Death of Me. And I'm super excited because today I have my first guest of the season, of season four. So I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her. Hello, everybody. My name is Sakara. I'm from the Sakara Y podcast. Um, and I'm really excited to be here, I guess, to spill the, the tea about my dating experience. Um, and then I'm just happy to be talking to Amanda also because, of course, I have questions for her as well. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so do you want to kind of let us know where you're at right now in terms of your relationship status slash dating and, and kind of where you're at there? So after, uh, I want to say like a five year on and off again situationship, I finally was like, hmm, I don't deserve to be in relationship purgatory anymore yeah. and stopped dealing with that person. And then within two months, I met my current boyfriend and he and I have been together for a year. Oh my God, that's awesome. Hmm? How did you kind of, because five years is a long time mm-hmm. to be kind of in, like you said, that purgatory of not knowing how did you cut off ties with that person and and be emotionally available for your current boyfriend? So it was not easy. And I think anybody who's in um, a situationship, um, I think a part of you doesn't fully invest because it's almost like a, um, a survival mechanism where after the first, second or third time, it doesn't work out fully the way you expect it to. I think your heart kind of starts to protect itself a little bit. So the last time that it was like, okay, this is bad. And I mean, it was about, okay. It was actually about a year ago now. Cause it was around Valentine's day. And, um, I wanted to know like, okay, it's been going on five years. We didn't really ever do Valentine's day really big. And I want to know like, what's the plan, you know? Yeah. And, um, he didn't really seem to have plans. And that seemed like a small thing after five years of dealing with somebody. Um, but, I'm like, I'm not going through a fifth, no Valentine, Valentine's Day, but we are sleeping together. And at one point he lived with me for three months. <laughs> and you didn't even get a Valentine's Day out of that. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not doing it anymore. And so, um, and I, that was, I meant it. I really, really meant it. Well, actually I didn't fully mean it. I feel like <laughs> if I did, <laughs> I feel like if I didn't reconnect with, um, with George, this is my boyfriend now, I feel like if we didn't reconnect um then i probably would not have meant it and sometimes um i don't want to say you need a distraction but it's like if you're on a diet right and they say don't buy the foods you're not supposed to eat yeah because out of sight out of mind so that's really how i had to do it if i don't see him if i don't go to places i know where i run into him if i don't call him then i will prepare myself to move on so it was, it was really like that just i avoided him until i stopped thinking about him good well, I'm, so I feel like that's something that I was just reading about the idea of like Valentine's Day or expectations. And it sounds like you asked him kind of point blank, like, yeah, like, what are we? Because it's been five years. Like, can I expect even a card or flowers or something? Right. Anything? He would do this. Um, oh, I was like, sometimes I'm like, I cannot believe I dealt with that. <laughs> he would do this post Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day gift. And people would say, like, well, is he dating somebody else? Like, and I'm like, no, he's just emotionally unavailable. Yeah. And that's something that I knew, but I was like, eventually he will come around. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so would it be he would want to kind of celebrate after, or was it just like, oh shit, I probably should have done It was like, you know done. how everything goes on clearance? 
<laughs> you got the cheap like candy. That. It was like that. It's like, oh, I know she's not having attitude, so let me make sure I get her something. You know, Stop it. I mean, and then it was really like sporadic. He never really uh, spends a lot of money on me. Not that I'm out here looking for somebody. Well, actually, I, just look, <laughs> I, I do. I want to be dipped in diamonds, okay? But <laughs> but that just really was not his his thing, and it just it didn't work for the future that I wanted for myself. I mean, but I was waiting and waiting. Um, so yeah, I mean, after a while, I was like, no more waiting. Yeah. Well, and, like, you're allowed to want someone who's going to shower you with stuff and, like, give you presents. Like, I think a lot of times women want to say, oh, we don't want that, but, like, we're allowed to want it if we do. Exactly. And I have a a son, and he would make it very clear he did not want any children. And I was like, when you say that? (laughs) Yeah. Considering the child I already have. Right. And he obviously knew about your kid. Right. And I have learned that when somebody tells you something – you have to just believe what they're saying. Yeah. Um, I do think that he has regrets. Obviously, I don't think he ever thought that I was was going to move on. And I'm not crazy or, you know, it's not like I was just chasing this man around. There were moments when he was very vulnerable with me, when he was very open with me. There were clear reasons why he was so um, emotionally unavailable. He lost his mother very young. Yeah. You, know, he, you know, so he was very open with me. Like, I'm very afraid to you know, really allow myself to be loved in the way that you were ferociously trying to love yeah. me because what happens if it doesn't work out? He was, he told me he didn't think he would be able to survive it. And I just really thought he would outgrow that, you know, or mature beyond that. And it didn't happen in the five years that I, I guess, allow him to, to change. So, yeah. And that's okay. Hopefully eventually he does, but I mean, it won't be with me. No. And it <laughs> sounds like you're much better off not, right. He's not, not a waiting. Bad person. Yeah. Like, he's not a bad person. Um, he did reach out to me uh, since I've been in my new relationship. And he was like, you know, I'm coming. I'm going to be in that area because we live in two different parts of New Jersey. So he lives in the South. I live in North. So he's okay. like, I'm coming over. And I was like, you're not coming over here. Um, that's <laughs> how I, you know, I'm sorry. It's nice to hear from you. But things have changed. And then I blocked him and that was it. Good. Good for you. That's awesome. I try. Yeah. Well, because New Jersey, I mean, that's a small, I feel like everyone in New Jersey knows a friend of a friend or like, it's a small, small state. Yeah. And we have a lot of mutual friends because we met in college. Okay. So there are a lot of people that he knows that I know. And, um, you know. You run into each other unless like you made a conscious effort. Thank God. We have not run into each other. Um, Ooh. I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awkward as it is sometimes. So I don't. I feel like I would just stand there, like. <laughs> well, it is. It is <laughs> looking crazy. It's crazy when it, when it happens when you're least expecting it too. Like, um, so you're in a relationship now, and it's going well. I am. That's exciting. How did you guys meet? So we met. Let's see. I met George seven years ago. Um. I used to host like open mic nights. Oh, cool. And so one night we were doing like a variety kind of show. So there were poets and musicians and comedians. Well, actually, there were no comedians at the time. But a friend of mine who was coming to do poetry said, I know some guys who can come and do comedy. 
And I was like, I don't really do comedy at my shows. You know, it's really yeah. like music, art, that kind of thing. And she was like, they're good guys. It'll be funny. It'll be a nice break in what we normally do. So um, she sent me his information. Now, I didn't, uh, I don't even know if I should share this. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hates that I, that I tear on my business. But, you know, <laughs> he loves me, so it's okay. So um, I didn't know that the, that the girl who was introducing me to him, the two of them were friends with benefits. Like, oh. I didn't know that at the time. It didn't really matter yeah. at the time. You know, she was just telling me about a comedian. So um, so he came. He came with his comedian friends. Um, they did their set. He did a great job. Um, and then that, that was kind of it. It wasn't really a big deal. We messaged back and forth af after that, just like his friends. He was always, like, flirting with me. He wasn't sure if I was single because my son's father is a musician. So he was there at the open mic night and he was performing with his group. And so he assumed like, Oh, they must be together. But yeah. he and I, we haven't been together in a very long time. Um, but he didn't know that. So, uh, about two years after him trying to figure out if I'm single or not single, he asked me out on a date and we went to go see black Panther on the day it was released. Nice. And I was just going because like I told you, I was in a five year, Thing. So mm -hmm. I was in the off one of the off again times of my five year situationship, and uh, we went to go see the movie. And at the time, I feel like I accepted the, the date to spite the guy who I was on again off again with. Okay. And so I wasn't fully invested in the date. We went out to eat. He took me to the movie. I mean, we had a good time, but I was just like, okay. <laughs> and yeah, then he insisted that we take a photo okay. that night. Okay. And I was like. <laughs> you're like for what <laughs> where is this going right. so we take the, the picture um and i'm so happy that we did because now you know having that picture of our first date you know five years yeah. ago it's really cool that's cute to look back on yeah so we took a picture and then i don't know we kind of kept in touch when we were all when me and the guy were off again we would hang out and then after a while he's like oh he had this idea that I play games. Like, oh, she's playing games. She's not serious about me. And like I said, I was in another thing. So I actually reached out to him. Mm -hmm. um, well, I saw that he sent me a story. But, you know, when you don't watch the story before it expires, you can't see it. Yeah. So I, I reached out to him and I said, does you you sending me this story, does that mean that we're friends again? <laughs> he said, like, I never, I never said we weren't friends i just was done like chasing after you for so many years yeah um and then i was like can i take you out on a date oh that's cute <laughs> and he was like i don't have time for your game the <laughs> pandemic has been hard on me life has been rough yeah I just got out of something really tricky i don't have time for you to car and i was like no no no, no. i'm serious i'm gonna pick you up I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to take you out. You tell me where you want to go. And he was like, seriously. Um, so I took him out on a date and then, ta-da. I love that. Together ever since. <laughs> That's awesome. And so, like, you taking the initiative, I feel like, showed him. Like, no, I'm, I'm yeah, for real. Yeah, it needed to happen. Because yeah. otherwise, he, it, would, it would not have happened. You know, you men will only allow you to hurt them so many times before they're like, mm. I'm good with you. <laughs> Yeah, I think women yeah. have a higher tolerance for rejection than I know. guys do. And why? Like, we shouldn't. Right. <laughs> like, the bullshit that we go through. I, I try to be more, like, one and done. I think I kind of just have gotten over. I've been on so many bad dates. Like, I, okay. You know what I want to ask you? Like, okay, so do, what happens when you are in a relationship? What happens to the podcast? Like, what? So, <laughs> what I am in a relationship. 
I've been oh. dating. Yeah. So um, we're, we're, we're working through that right now. I was out with my boyfriend two weeks ago and one of my friends kind of spilled the beans and like asked him. So I don't see her that often. She was like, oh, how long have you guys been together? And I said like three months. And she was like, oh my God, have you been on the podcast yet? And I wanted to die because I hadn't mentioned anything to him no! yet. Yes, how and did you not tell him this? I well, I don't know because I didn't know how I was gonna bring it up. Like, I obviously, was gonna tell him eventually, but I've only known him for three months, so it was something. Oh, okay. So you guys like just met and also just started dating. Yeah, yeah, and it's okay. been like I I think because I have been on so many bad dates and like met so many people that weren't for me in getting to know him. Like I and maybe falling for him f- faster than I would in the past because I'm like, oh, no, he's actually checking all my boxes. And I do really, really enjoy spending time with him. But it was always something in the back of my head. And I talked about it with my best friend. And she said, like, yeah, you're probably going to have to tell him eventually, but I wouldn't say anything yet. And so then when my friend blurted it out, I just like my heart hurt for him because he was just so confused. He's like, that's the worst way to find out. Right. And I'm like, oh, and so he took it so well, though, he made like a joke about it and then was like, I just want to know more about it because it's something that you enjoy doing. And I was like, okay, which if the situation was reversed, I probably would have gone crazy and been like, oh, my God, you have to tell me everything. Like, why'd you hide this from (laughs) me? Like what? You know, so no, he took it well. I don't think he's even tried to like find it because he hasn't asked me for the name of it. Okay. So I don't know. Um, it's still going though. <laughs> as good, I'm in a relationship. Good. I'm yeah. happy he took it well. I mean, it was very important for me very early on that I told George about my podcast. Um, because we hadn't connected in so long and I was like, listen, I'm just be real with you. Yeah. Because on the the first season I'm at the time at the time of the first season of my podcast, I was single. Mm-hmm. Um and so it was a lot of me complaining about dates and complaining about men and how I'm never going to shoot my shot. That's actually the second episode. It's probably one of my more popular ones. Like, yeah. should women shoot their shot? And I was like, I'm never doing that. I'm not going after no man. <laughs> Look, at me. Look how <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. right now. It um, works. And then I had to tell him the second season is about sex. And it's like, really? Mm-hmm about sex like deeply about sex (laughs) he's like like, what are you saying i said i just need you to listen to it and then decide how you feel you know because it's out there um and he comes from a very religious family okay um so i was like i need you to know to tell me what you think about it so i mean he's been on the podcast he loves it like he's a big fan so i think when someone really likes you they find a way to accept the things that they normally would not have. And I, yeah. I actually think even if you did, uh, if the role was reversed and you did find out some information about the guy you're dating now, I don't think that you would have overreacted. I think when you really like somebody, it kind of softens the blow yeah. of like bad news or new information. Mm-hmm. Cause you assume that they're not doing anything intentionally to hurt you. Right. There's As- nothing malicious, you know, yeah. it's just, Maybe you were nervous about sharing that information. And I, I feel like the people who like you are just more understanding. Yeah. No, that's a good point because I had another situation. I talked about it um, a few episodes ago where my ex showed up at my house and my boyfriend was here for it. And um, it was like super awkward, but it was one of those things, again, where he just kind of we dealt with it in the moment and then continued to have a good night. So I think he's just like 
he handles things well and is mature and I'm not used to that. So I instantly go on the defensive and I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be a fight. It's going to be, you know, this is going to be the end of it. And it's not. And he knows these things are out of your control. It's not like you called the guy and said, show up at my house and let me see how my brother's going to respond. I had an ex call me while it was like, Midnight, one o'clock. This guy I haven't spoken to in the longest. He lives on the other side of the country. He calls me, um, and he's like, "Oh, how you doing? Long time no speak." And I was very sure to answer the phone and to put it on speakerphone and to explain to him that it's inappropriate to call me at this hour. And you know what? Because I was single or in my on again off again for so long, people were to deal with you in a different way when you're single. Yeah, you know they have to learn that there are new rules. Calling me at one o'clock in the morning before might not have been a bad bad idea when I was single. <laughs> right. Doing it now that I'm in a relationship is disrespectful. So I did explain that to him. You know, this disrespect by I'm in a relationship is inappropriate, and he understood, and we haven't had a problem since. So. Good. Yeah. No, it is. It is true, and it is something that you just have to like be upfront and tell them because a lot of times right. they just they assume that you're still in the same situation that you were in when you knew them. But and I think they're waiting to see how we respond, right? Yeah. So if he showed up and you were like, I'll call you later, you know? Right, <laughs> right. Nah, this kid is not going to call for me ever, ever again. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So I, if it goes, if we have another conversation about it, um, if he wants to come on the podcast, I would 100, 100% be down for that. But I don't know. It's kind and of. And I'm happy that dating won't kill you. It's, well, <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> right. I know. I, I keep like, I'm. I'm trying to be cautiously optimistic, but now I'm at the point where like, I feel so comfortable that I'm not, it's not that fear of like, oh my God, this is going to crash and burn like everything else has. So mm-hmm. yeah, fingers That's crossed. Good. That's a really, once you can like breathe and relax your shoulders, it's a really good place to be. Yeah. No, and I, I hope. <laughs> I hope that both of us are, you know, just continue to have yes, happy relationships. Like, single did you date a lot no oh I no I was outside okay. <laughs> <laughs> I gave the dating apps like a two-minute try okay um and this is when I said when I was saying the things I want to talk about because I uh, will create a whole um idea of what's gonna happen next in my mind yeah and that is not a healthy thing to do when you are single, when you're dating, because people are very unpredictable. You never know what someone's intentions are until, you know, they start to act them out. Right. And you cannot assume how something's going to unfold. But I would, I got online and there was this guy and we were going back and forth a little bit. And I'm like, he's the one I was doing our birth chart. Like he was born <laughs> on 6, 12, 90, whatever. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is it. <laughs> our compatibility is 82 percent that's good enough for me yeah and that's not healthy that's it's not, not okay you should not do that um but it's hard sometimes so not to stop responding i was like because he asked me to send him some pictures yeah because he told me he was 
into some stuff. And I was like, I don't know if I'm into that stuff. <laughs> so he asked me for some pictures and I was like, I don't, I don't want to see, I don't, I've never met you in real life. I don't right. want to see you in pictures. And they, so he started responding and I was like, Oh, we're supposed to be getting married next right? year. You know like, I mean? Did you not get the memo? Like, what happened? What's up with We're 82% that? compatible. <laughs> Come back. And that's when I knew, okay, online dating is for me. I'm better for, with people in person. I just, it just really wasn't for me. And then the different things that people message you when you date online, I was like, yeah. what are, who's feeding you guys these lines? Where is this coming from? It's, it, it is wild. But like, you wonder if they get the response they want sometimes. And it works. Right? It must right. for them to keep trying unless they're just weird and. Most men are. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. I don't have words for half the things that I've experienced. I can't do it. I, can't, I couldn't. I'm so happy. Like, it's not for me. No. Absolutely not. And it it wasn't for me, but I just did it so often. I'm like, there's got to be someone out there. And then I finally downloaded a different app, and that's where I met my current boyfriend. So I don't know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but I mean. So what, what was the winning app? The people need to know. Well, and it's funny because it's the one that everyone talks shit about, but like Facebook. Is it Bumble? No, it's Facebook dating. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Is he Nigerian? No. <laughs> <laughs> he is a prince though. He did ask for money. Oh. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no. Tell me more. <laughs> no, but it is like, it's the one that everyone says people are weird on, but I don't, it just, I mean. I'm grateful. It worked out. It worked out. Thank God. Because there, it was a lot because people were liking me from different states, different countries, and it wasn't really following the preferences that you set. So the fact mm. he's like two towns away, oh, my wow. age, like, yeah, no, it, it, it was surprising that I was able to find someone out of the, the weird algorithm that they had. So were you nervous meeting up with him in person? Or did you guys do the pen pal thing for a little while? We didn't really talk too much. Um, I I went on a trip. And then when I got back, like two days later, we met up. And I'm kind of to the point where I've been on so many dates. Like, I don't get nervous anymore. But I was like, <laughs> I was excited. I was like, oh, my God, this guy actually seems normal. And, like, it's going to be a good time. And then in the moment, I was like, oh, he's cute. Like, I'm happy I actually did meet up with him. No, I... I'm desensitized to first dates, which is not really because yeah. I am suspicious of everybody. And everything. <laughs> you like, should be. I mean, that's like <laughs> probably a lot safer and like more rational. Like what? Meet you in person. <laughs> I'm bringing my mom. Like, wait a minute. Sir. <laughs> like, no, that's, I, that's safe. That's <laughs> responsible. I've recently come into my responsible years of making better decisions. Oh, that's good. Yes. That is good. Yeah. People do get snatched. They do. I know. Um, but you know what? I will say on, I do know people who have met up with people on dating apps and they've been absolutely fine. I think it's just my own overly cautious self. Yeah. I don't think that's the standard. No. And I think, I mean, it, hey, you haven't gotten kidnapped, so you're good. This it's, is true. I've, I've also never met up with anyone online, so it's probably ever why. okay. I feel like people want to kidnap me. <laughs> Maybe I mean, don't don't test that. <laughs> Maybe just don't ever meet up with anyone like sometimes online. Sometimes when I'm walking down the street, men are like, "Oh, how you doing? Oh my god, yesterday this really not young man. He was quite elderly. 
he was like, are you married? And I was like, yes. And he said, but are you happy? And I was like, sir, <laughs> this is going. <laughs> yeah, like not going to not gonna work. Yeah. Right? Oh, my gosh. The, maybe if you looked like you had a little bit of money in the land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were in like a Rolls Royce, then we right, can talk. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so can I ask you like what an example of like your worst date? Cause I'm happy that you're happy, but I want to know the I want to know the bad stories too. <laughs> um, I had like bad dating moments, mm-hmm. but the date wasn't necessarily a bad date. Like I said, my worst date. Um, when I was in school, I was an RA, so um, <laughs> I used to have to do all these bulletin boards for my residents, and um, my 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 former roommate, she was like, look. My boyfriend's coming with his friend. I think you'll really like him. He's really handsome. He's tall. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. Okay. So <laughs> he comes up to the dorm room. I'm like, but I have to, I've got to finish this bulletin board. You know, we would have like deadlines and I was always doing it the minute before it was due. Mm-hmm. So I'm, so he's like, oh no, I want to do it with you. So I'll come up, I'll do it with you. I'm like, oh, that's cute. You that know, is. you want to be involved in what I have going on. Um, so he, he comes up to the dorm room and this man used the N-word more times than I've ever heard in my life. Like, oh, in my and, life. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. You know, sometimes in conversation, especially when I'm out with my friends, I might from time to time. But it was so excessive. And he was calling inanimate objects the N-word. Like, like just, this, to, just to say it? not working. Yeah. This, hand me this over I'm like oh are you serious like it was like every other word yeah his, you know in his sentence and I was like I can't, I'm sorry I can't even talk to you <laughs> like I can't this isn't gonna work yeah like it's just your vocabulary is so limited right that it's driving me crazy you're like what and, are you even saying <laughs> right <laughs> and I wasn't sure if it was nerves or what but I was like, I I very much like to not see you ever again. So. <laughs> <laughs> At least you that was like the first time you met him, so you didn't waste a right. night out or anything. Like you were still doing what you had to do. Right. He was like, just... I mean, yeah. So that I think that one easily topped the list. Um, but I've definitely had some uncomfortable moments. Like when I was dating my son's father, um, I remember one time. Like, he was, like, trying to, like, wrestle with me, and he had, like, put his arms around me and was holding me like this. And I said, oh, no, 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 you have to get off of me. And then he was, like, ha, 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 like, laughing. I was, like, no, you got to move. And then I farted on him. (laughs) (laughs) You told him, though. You told him to get off. I didn't say, like, I'm going to fart. Yeah. He just went and let go, and he was, like, Like, and I'm just going (laughs) to It was a, you know, a good way to start start our relationship. Yeah. Well, I'm sure next time you told him to get off of you, he got off. <laughs> He's like, okay. I've lost control of my bodily yeah. <laughs> What happens? So, are you guys at a point where, are you guys flatulating? I, so I'm like, I don't fart in front of anyone. I would sooner die. Yeah, George I know. And people George always... and I have been dating a year. He says, he says the only time he hears me fart is in my sleep. And I think that's the only time he will ever hear me fart. Because exactly. I don't like I don't fart around my family. Like I I don't know. Me either. And I wish I could. I cannot. Now you know what? I'll belch. Like I'll 
girl, yeah. but I will not fart. That's so funny because couples will be like, oh, yeah, we fart. We, like, no. go to the bathroom with the door open and no. all that. I'm like, why? I don't know. No. I Also, oh, a pooping is a big production if he's here Yeah. or if I'm over there. It's like I'm running the shower. No, I literally <laughs> – like the faucet or like flush right. first yeah i'm spraying i've got like um poop be gone yeah I'm, spray. I'm spraying i'm lighting unnecessary candles <laughs> yes. it's a whole production and then i'm getting in the shower he's like what's going on nothing i was just showering yeah. <laughs> why are you showering the like don't worry about it it's so funny because like i don't know i think that something should be left like no no <laughs> No. Oh my God. I'm so nervous about becoming like 89 and not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, can you even control it when you get older? You might not be. We've been married 60 years. Let it go. And I'm like, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. No, I, you know what? Some things should just left be, be left to the imagination. Absolutely. And that. Oh my gosh, first time I've talked about poop on my podcast. Thank you for, <laughs> for bringing it there. I love it. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Oh. Um, so I kind of, this is how I kind of end, like when I have a guest on, I love to ask a piece of dating advice that um, you've either like lived by in the past or that you wish you could tell yourself when you were dating, hey, do this or think this way and, and you'll be good. Um. If I could tell younger me, um, I would say that one, being single is really not all that bad. I think we get this idea in our head that we have to be married by 25, children by 28, like whatever your timeline is. um, You actually don't have to live that way. Your life will actually be better when you just let it unfold naturally. So when you force a situation, you know, it could prolong a prolong you know your idea of what you what you deserve yeah um so yeah being single is not that bad you don't have to answer anybody you could wear as much cleavage as you like without having to apologize or see if the person's upset about it um you know so yeah. you know it's not that bad that's one thing i would tell myself i would also tell myself that uh, the first step i think to like happiness is figuring out who you are and in figuring out who you are, you'll be able to set standards for yourself. And able to set standards for yourself, you get to um, determine what you deserve. And because I think a lot of people struggle with dating, they struggle with relationships, they struggle with interpersonal relationships, period, with friends, family, whatever, because they're not really sure who they are, what they deserve. So their personality kind of changes with the situation yeah. or, you know, they accept less than what's meant for them. But I would say learn yourself, take the time to learn yourself figure out what you deserve. And then as you're receiving what you deserve, you'll feel it. You'll know it. So. I love that. That's so wise. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, my fortune teller. I know. That's it's like I, it all comes I together. Crystal ball. <laughs> all the answers. There you go. Well, now I know who to come to when I'm, <laughs> when I'm lost. Um, is there anything else you want to add or if, do you want to plug like where to find you and oh yeah <laughs> um so oh i do want to ask you a question yeah, yeah, yeah. right before i get get the plug in so in your dating did you date outside of your race at all yeah so i was i've dated like basically every race um really? i yeah so 
Yeah, I don't know. I grew up in like a majority white town and went to college at a majority white college. And then after that, just being where I am living now, um, it is a little bit more diverse. And so just with dating apps and stuff, I would look at someone's profile and like, obviously you see someone's race and I just, just started going out with anyone that the profile actually was interesting to me. Um, so yeah, I've, I've dated black men, Hispanic men, white men, um, Asian men. So I've actually never dated outside of my race. Oh really? Okay. No. And it's not like on purpose. No. Yeah. You know, I don't have that Like I haven't dated as much as you have. So that's probably why. (laughs) Um, but how was that for you? Was it ever, was race ever an issue with the date? So I think when I notice it being an, being an issue is like when I would see when we would be out in public and like I could see people mm. either like judging or maybe treating that person differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it wouldn't happen all the time, but there were a few times where I'd be like, am I And that because you're also super conscious of it, too, because and when I would be out with like a black man, I would want to make sure like they were being treated correctly. Mm-hmm. And so just being hyper aware of it, I don't know if I was maybe like overly sensitive about it, but there were a few times where I could either see us being treated differently or getting like the side eyes or whatever. Um, I think, so the person that I'm dating now is um, an immigrant from South America. So that's something that I'm nervous about. I, I speak Spanish, like I'm a Spanish teacher. Oh, nice, nice. But I'm nervous, like, if I do ever meet the parents, like, that's their first language. And I'm just afraid that meeting the parents for the first time and meeting them in a different language is going to just be, like, extra nerve-wracking for me. Um, but I have, in the past, like, been in that situation. And it's been it's been cool because it's nice to be uncomfortable because right. you're in the situation that they had to be in so many times in their life where you're like, mm-hmm. I should be uncomfortable. I should be kind of, like, you know trying extra hard to be speaking in the language that you guys are comfortable in because I'm in your house or I'm in, you know, like your, your life. So. And although I've never dated outside my race, like I've only ever dated black men, but I have dated different ethnicities or different religions, you know? And like I said, my boyfriend's family is very Catholic and his mother and father are from Port-au-Prince and Haiti. Oh, cool. So they want to speak Creole at home. Yeah. And luckily for me, they really like me. And I also going into it, I was like, well, teach me. Right. Teach me. Right. And I really appreciated that. They that like, Oh, she wants to learn. And I was like, teach me the food, teach me the language. I think yeah. the more you immerse yourself into a culture and you show like, you know, I want to learn more about you. Um, a lot of times, cause for me, my concern was that they wanted him to be with a Haitian woman. Yeah. Um, and I'll never be a Haitian woman. Right, right, <laughs> right. Um, but they, I think they're just so sick of their kids being single because <laughs> all of their children are in their 30s and they have no grandkids. Yeah. And I think they're just like, all right, like, like, what's she, the plan? She's so, good. We like her. <laughs> right. Stick with something. Yeah. So, no, I think I think they really do um, like me. So just, I mean, I guess, you know, keep an open mind. I guess that's just the best thing. Yeah. Well, and I like what you said is being open to like other ideas and other cultures and stuff. Like as long as you are trying to understand, like I feel right. Like- I even told his mother, like I'll go with you to mass, and I don't know anything about yeah. that. She had a priest come, the priest she's chosen for our wedding 
we are not engaged. Oh. But she's already chosen <laughs> okay. the priest. She had the priest come and bless me, and he like splash holy water in my eye, and I was like, this is nothing I'm used to, but. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, because, and it's, as long as it's not, like, causing you any harm, and if it's making them happy, right. like, okay. <laughs> he's always checking in, like, are you comfortable? Good. Is this okay? Like, I I realized that for other women, that's been, like, a hard stop for him in the past. Yeah. But I was like, nah, it's cool. Like, moms are weird. My mom is weird. <laughs> and and they're always going to be weird when you're, like, they're losing you. Like oh my god, right? Like, my daughter, That's my they son. That's the strength. Right? No, it's so true. Like when my when my parents meet my like significant other, I'm like, who are you guys? What what did you guys don't say things like that ever? Like what is this weird? Like and you're not funny, so stop trying. Well, I'll tell you this: my son is nine, and I fully prepare to be very strange like right now this year, he has his first valentine he asked the little girl oh. should be his valentine we just found out today that she said yes okay he that's exciting snack time she said maybe okay he doubled back she came back at lunch and said yes so he was already prepared for her to say yes and he had a box of chocolates and a card in his book bag oh. so he gave it to her and I was asking all types of questions. Tell me everything about her. Where is she from? What are her parents like? He's like, I don't know, Ma. We're in the third grade. I have, no, <laughs> I have no idea. And I'm like, okay, whatever. That's so cute. But I'm fully prepared to be super weird. Good. Like, I'm pulling out baby pictures. I'm telling embarrassing stories. Yeah. I'm showing her cool things I can do. Like, look at this. You know, I can do this. Like, I'm prepared to embarrass him. That's, I've been looking forward to it that's, so long. That's your job. You're a mom. You have to. It's got to have to haze her to see if you will. Obviously, not this little girl, but you know. <laughs> not this eight-year-old, but. Right. In 15 years. Yeah. Now, 10 at least. Um, but yeah, okay. So, I'm Sakara. The podcast is Sakara Y. And you can find me everywhere that podcasting um, is available. Google, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, all the apps. Um, and my podcast is kind of like a, a smorgasbord of all the things that millennials encounter. So like I said, we have the sex season. We have the dating season. Right now we're in the relationship season, which is airing soon. Um, we talk about uh, friendship. And how that gets harder and harder as we age. We talk about finances and money. Just all the growing pains. And how I'm still growing and still having pains. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like it never goes away. <laughs> that's the podcast. <laughs> but also all the good things. And, you know, the lessons learned. And what really has contributed to me living such uh, I feel like I live a very happy, very abundant life. And I think it's because I've gone through, like, allowed myself to go through all the sucky parts. That's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun, and I'm so excited for you and George. I'm rooting oh, for you too. guys. That's yes. Awesome. Yes. And um, do you remember where you got your earrings? Because Oh, my sister gave these to me. Those are awesome. Um, it came with the shirt with Meg the Stallion and Cardi B with their tongues out. Stop it. <laughs> She's wearing, Sakara's wearing WAP earrings just in case anyone is wondering. <laughs> and they're on me. <laughs> Those are awesome. I was going to say, if you knew where to get them, like plug that too. I'm I, pretty sure it's on some type of Cardi B website. But okay. My sister gave these to me because she bought them and her fiance said, nope. <laughs> so she says, okay, I know Sakara has no problem wearing 
stuff like this. And I'm yes. like, you're right, girl. I love yeah. that. That's such a vibe. I love it. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yeah, no, this was so much fun. I'd love to have you on again. Yeah. This is absolutely. so cool. And um, yeah, keep us updated. And everyone go follow Sakara on Instagram at Sakara Y, right? At Sakara Y. Awesome. Do it. Yeah, I'm gonna put all your stuff, stuff over there. I'll put all your stuff in the the show notes too. Nice. Cool. Thank you, Kylie. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>